Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. So today we're going to talk about food. But before we get into that, how are you doing? Not too bad. I'm cold. It's cold outside. Cold outside and it's cold down here because I didn't turn on the heater down here. (laughs) It's okay. I got my blanket. I got my blanket. I got my gloves. (laughs) Nice. And I have my little uh, snow cap with the minky type material inside. I had my hat on, but it was itching my head, so I took it off. Well, that's the nice thing about this minky one. I don't know if it's actually minky, but it has the same kind of fabric. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it, it's nice and soft. I need one of those. So you don't feel like the heavier yarn feel. Yeah. And then I have my fluffy, my fluffy friend. I wear it. this all the time, I feel like. And until I wash it and then I'm like, oh, no, where's my fluffy friend? And my long hair is out. I love it. Keeps my ears warm. But yeah. I mean, we were... Wondering when winter was going to come. It, it, it sure came. came with a vengeance. So. It came. It caught up, I think. Yeah. And we have like, we usually have like the powdery snow. This is the icy This snow. is the icy, wet, dense snow. I was like, this is the snow I grew up with. <laughs> and Spot was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. And then it would freeze. Yep. And then it would do it again. And then it would freeze. And so you had like layers of ice. I said, that's one of the things when I moved here, I was terrified that there was going to be ice underneath all of the snow. And there's not usually. I still drive like there is, though. <laughs> I'm just, like, just in case. <laughs> you never know. Yep. Kids think I'm nuts. And I'm like, no, it's better to be cautious instead of in a ravine or worse. Personally, that's what I think. Yep. So how's but, your week? Uh, good. It's, uh, we uh, had crunch time for our show opening I-, I can say the show now it's snoopy we're doing snoopy and it's the musical of it um so we were kind of doing crunch time the last two weeks and friday it felt good because we only had like a few more things to do and there's only one thing that I had on my list that i decided exit i don't need it it's just an extra little thing not gonna make or break the show but we opened on friday and it was so good yeah. They did such a good job, and we had it yesterday too. But um, in the middle of the snowstorm, the the second hit of the snowstorm, I should did say, people still come. Yeah, uh, not as many, right? We had like probably thirty seats sold, but uh, with the snow, because usually a lot of people come at the time of too. So we have some that are pre-sold, and then we have people who show up just to show up, you know. But we had people switching to different days, and I was like, I don't blame them. But we had a good enough crowd, and they were they were engaging with them and laughing, and so it made it, even though it was smaller, we had enough energy to kind of vibe off of. That's good. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. It was, it was good. But then what happens is then we have the song stuck in our head for, like, the rest of the week, and then it'll just be finally out, and then we'll have another performance. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But no, it's cute. It's a cute show. I'm excited. Uh, yesterday I did dishes. My house. <laughs> awesome. Good job. <laughs> hey, I did too. <laughs> I have clean clothes, but I have to actually put them away now. So I was like, oh, I can put my clothes away. Clean up my office space, workspace. Because it, I would. You feel- can always tell, at least I can always tell, when you have a show that you've been rushing to put it together not rushing but you know like yeah working on it getting it together crunch time as you said like it's been crunch time and then the rush is over because then you're like okay i'm cleaning my house i'm doing my laundry i'm doing my dishes like normal things that everyday things that people do but it's like you haven't been able to do them because you've been so focused on the show (laughs) you're like i'm doing them 
I'm like, good job. <laughs> you get a gold star. <laughs> I took a shower. <laughs> no, no, you took a shower, but and, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't function with that one. Oh, my goodness. But it's, it's just. It makes me giggle. You're just like so proud of yourself. You like, can I'm totally. So proud of you. I'm sure my house, my poor house. You can even feel the energy is different when it's crunch time. Oh, I'm sure. Just the vibe of the house is like. <laughs> Sorry, the dogs were making a noise, and AJ is like, "What? Was like, what was that?" <laughs> well, they were calm the last time you were here. They're. They, the they nervous energy. You, I say it. you well, haven't been here, so they're. That's like, the thing. All of our animals are like, "Where are you going? What are you doing? Why aren't you home? You're putting your coat on. Why? Where are you going?" And I'm like, "I'm just cold. I'm just, just put my coat on because I'm cold. <laughs> I don't want to turn up the heat." <laughs> I know that's the hard thing. Cold, but you don't want to turn up the heat and pay the bill. I'm like, okay, how much wood do I have in my little wood thing? I, I guess I could make a fire. <laughs> At least you have a fireplace. I want, yeah. I want a fireplace, but I don't want to deal with that. So I'll just layer up my blankets. It's fair. It's fair. I haven't gotten to the point yet this year where I need to crank up the heat yet. Yet. I we'll have. get there. I have. But we, with the, I think it's the vaulted ceiling in the main room with all the windows and stuff. It gets real chilly if we don't pay attention. Oh, yeah. Your house is so big. Mine's not that big. It's fair. But then. <laughs> All of the heat pools up in our bedroom. So like, uh, when we go to bed, we're like, ah, open a window. <laughs> or I guess we could just go downstairs, but then we have to sleep yeah. uncomfortable. So anyways, but yeah, I know our, our house even feels like, ah. Yeah. Um, the, in Portuguese, the owner is, if it's a woman, is the, the dona, the dona of the house. And so I just feel like my house is like, oh, my donut's back. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. She'll work it out. <laughs> I just have, you know, I'm sure it's like, I just have to wait just a little bit longer. <laughs> but until you do it all over until again. Until I do it all over again. Well, we don't have anything on our docket in terms of like shows that I will be directing or anything like that for this year. So. I'm sure I'll get roped in you somewhere. You always say this. I'm sure I'll get roped in somewhere. Say it. Cause, yeah, because you always do. You remember when you used to say, you know what, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to not do any more. I've given up. Guess what I'm doing? Yeah. I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have given up on that. And it's just like, okay, whatever. But you'll be proud. I don't say yes, I'll costume your, your show Good anymore. Mm-hmm. I do say I will help you. Because I'm over the costume closet. <laughs> I will pull anything you want me to pull. And then that's how that's how they get me, though. Like with you that just, one show. You just want things done a certain way, and they know that. And they know that I'll deliver. And I'm usually pretty quick. Well, no one can do it better than you. That's the problem I'm here. sure that I'm sure people can. I just <laughs> deliver really quickly. <laughs> oh, okay. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's our guy. Oh, well. There's worse things. I think you secretly enjoy being busy. <sighs> hmm. I enjoy doing a lot of things. I don't like the stress level when it gets too high. And That's it's fair. gotten a, a too high a couple of times this last year. So I'm I'm very hyper focused on that because I'm like I should. If it gets to where I'm like stressing and like having panic attacks and because I don't usually have panic attacks anymore and I get frustrated with my kids and all they're doing is eating a bowl of cereal, then I know that there's a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have gotten that to that point a, a couple of times this last year. And so I'm like, I, I don't need it. That's fair. Yeah. Those are my gauges. Sure. That's good I have gauges, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, healthy. This is problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, it feels good. Feels good that we're we're going and the show's going and good way to start the year. Yeah. 
feel like I'm catching up on stuff. Apologize for not being on top of, like, the website as, as much. I think you've been great. I've still been cranking it out, but it hasn't hit my level where I would like it. You've been fine. Doing great. But I'm like, as long as it's updated by the end of the week, right? <laughs> we appreciate what you do. <laughs> Doing more than I do. So. <laughs> oh, you, you're you're working hard, too. So, But, yeah, that's... That's my week. Cool. And I. It's time to spill the tea. What are you thinking? What are you drinking? I love that we both are like, well, this is what we're drinking today. Water. Water. I have a huge one, though. Yeah, it's ginormous. How many ounces is that? Is that I a think gallon? This is a gallon. It's huge. Does it have sayings on it? It does. Like, oh, I love those. So you fill it up and then it has, of course, like your pre eight o'clock hour above and then you have 8 a.m. It says good morning, 10 a.m. You've got it. Uh, 12 p.m. Keep drinking. 2 p.m. Halfway. 4 p.m. No excuses. 6 p.m. A little bit more. 8 p.m. Well done. And then you have a little bit left at the bottom. I used to have one. Oh, it wasn't a gallon, but I used to have one. that I think I actually do. Still have it. But I'm sure you do. Said things like that. So we have a baby of this that Spot uses. Well, it was mine. <laughs> Steal it. We had two of them, and uh, one of them died. Oh, so Spots died. And so we took parts of that, and we put it with the turquoise that I had. So it was like dark blue and turquoise. You know, mm-hmm. man it up a little bit for yeah, him. Yeah. Of I have course, a feeling he, he wouldn't care. He would drink out of this one if, <laughs> if he could, you know. Anyways. Uh, and then I was like, I need a bigger one. Because when I was working all the time, I had, okay, this is, I had it all programmed out. Okay, if I had drink this much by this time. And I was captive audience to my desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, I'm all over the place. And so if I have something that I fill and then I watch, I can better adjust like, oh, I clearly haven't been drinking anything. It's noon and I have nothing drink. <laughs> so whatever works, right? Yep. Yeah. I love it. I do have a Gatorade in my, my bag because I need to replenish my electrolytes, but uh, you'll get there. I don't feel <laughs> that's fine I've just been in a water mood yeah which is totally fine but water's comforting it is and I the problem I have with big waters like that is the ice will melt and I have to have ice in my water because I don't like room temperature sure. water I don't like warm water I have to have ice cold water I mean you can always put more ice in it <laughs> yes but that also defeats the purpose of that kind of water bottle because then you never go down (laughs) sure you know you just have to drink enough (laughs) extra yeah to compensate i used to have big water bottles but then i found that if i have one of i think this is a 32 or a 40 ounce looks like a 40 ounce it's 40 um if i drink it empty then I'm forcing myself to get up in the middle several times throughout the day. So I'm finding working at home, I don't get up that often. And so it's whatever. Working forcing. in the clinic, you never got up to because you're <laughs> half the time you forget you have to pee. No, I, I forget, remember that. Forget. I would like get so busy and then force it out of my brain and be like, nope, you don't yeah. have to. Nope, you don't have to. Yeah. I still and then, do like that. three hours later, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to pee, and now I, still I will have to pee. Do that. I still do that at home. It's okay. I do it at home too. But that's because I got into the habit of it. And then I'll be yeah. like outside, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh my gosh, I got to run. Uh, yeah. Now, if I don't have water because I've drank it all, I'm like, I have to get up and go get water and go to the bathroom. Do I? No. I'll be like, okay, I'll do it after this call. And then I'll make five more calls. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I needed water. No, I have to pee now. I have to get water now. Usually it's, I'll make a call and I'll be on hold for 45 minutes. Be like, oh, I was going to go to the bathroom before I did this. (laughs) And then you answer the phone. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll stand up. I will stand up to go to the bathroom and then the phone will ring and nobody else on the team will get the call. And I'll be like, oh, fine. I literally and I had to. It's in the clinic. I literally had to one time. I was like, I am so sorry. I have helped so many people. I have to go to the bathroom. And the person's like, uh. And you're like, okay. are you okay to wait a moment? I just to pee. <laughs> That's a great conversation. And then when you're like checking them in and they're looking at you like, uh, are you okay? okay? <laughs> now I have a team. I mean, I had a, a, a team, bef- great team before, but sure. now I have a, t- a team that. I think we covered everyone well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it was us three. Yeah. Four. Now the my the team I have now will literally be like, uh, you have did moved. you go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> I love it. She's like, they just asked me if I moved today, and I was like, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, maybe no. you should if they're calling you out on it. <laughs> Take yeah. it. So yeah. Take it. Let's listen to some musings. Quotes, poems, short stories, inspirational, uplifting news, and of course, hippy dippy astrology. But yeah. Anyway. Did you have a quote for us? I do. Into our little musing section. Yes. Uh, so the quote is today, it's by someone named Joel Osteen. I think that's how you say it. He is um he's an American pastor businessman and author that's in Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, so he's, I had never heard of him. It was just, I found the quote and then I had to look up who he was. Sure. And it says, you're going to go through tough times. That's life. But I say nothing happens to you. It happens for you. See the positive in negative events. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I really like that because... I think a lot of times when stuff happens to us and and I chose this one because um things have been a little negative for me this week I want to I guess I could say negative <laughs> this week um and so I think a lot of times we think that um Man, why did this happen to me? Why? Why me? Why? And. But it's also about our attitude. And it's not happening to you. It's happening. It's life. Life is life. It's happening for, like you said, it's happening for you to help you grow, to to help you learn from it. Yeah. And it's all about how you choose to face it. Well, for me, it's like the why me question, you know, why me? And it's like it's it's not it has nothing to do with you. It's nothing personal. You know what I mean? In terms of why bad things happen or things like that. It's it's life and bad things happen and good things happen and neutral things happen. You know, mm-hmm. it's just where what we do with those things after or during, etc. Um. It's funny that you mentioned this quote because I was just thinking with Spot today when we were at breakfast, I was like really thinking about what my dad said to me a couple couple months. No, actually, it's been about six months ago. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Um, But he was just kind of saying that there were things that he regretted, you know, I mean, he's in his almost in his 70s now. And he was just like, there, you know, there are some things that I regret that I was afraid to do and and things like that. And it was like, I was telling Spot, I was like, I feel, I feel for him. Like, I really do feel for him. Cause even with the bad things that have happened to me, when I say bad things, with the hard and difficult things that have happened to me. I wouldn't change those and I don't regret making those decisions that led me to them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because like there's some things that are out of your control, right? If you 
get married to a person and they're not what you thought they were, that's not on you. It's on you if you stay in those bad situations. Um, and if you just complain and never do anything about it, it's on you. But um, I don't regret them. Like, I can't say, like, oh, I regret, you know, not going to college or, you know, things like that. I, I started a lot of different college programs. I don't regret that I did. I do regret the debt that I'm in <laughs> because of it. But, you know, it's just finding what works for you. And I'm attracted to a lot of things. And then I recognize that I'm eclectically attracted to everything because I would love to learn. Well, the way that we're set up, it's a little hard to, to be that kind of person in a school atmosphere, right? Because you want to do all of it. I don't want to learn all of it. But then there's some things that I don't want to learn <laughs> kind of things. But um, it just, yeah. That kind of also made me think about, you know, it's not that you're going through tough times. It's not that you you need to regret things. It's that things happen. Doors close for a reason. And maybe you, you needed a different path after you've passed a certain point. Yeah. And it's not that I regret things because yeah, I could regret them, but instead of looking at it as I regret them, it's these decisions or these choices and these things that I've done have led me down these paths in life that maybe I wouldn't have. Well, you wouldn't be the gone. same person. Yeah, and I wouldn't have these things that I have in life if I hadn't done these things. So just look at it that way. Change your perspective. Yeah. And... Don't or, play the victim. Don't right. don't think about, oh, woe is to me. I um, was in this abusive situation. Um, if you have children after, look at the, the gift that you have because you might not have had them. Think of it as, you know, all these blessings that you have had, all these life experiences you have because mm -hmm. of what has happened for you, not to you. Right. Well, and I brought up that example because I know I I wouldn't have had kids if I didn't have them when I did. Same. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the quote. And even today. though they sometimes try our patience and everything. <laughs> yep. Like, where would you be without them? Ah, horrible. I would be horrible. Me personally. I'm assuming you too. Yeah. Just by how you, how you are a mom to him. I always say... My son saved my life, even though he came from a negative circumstance. He has saved my life in numerous ways. And so I always have to remember that. And I know that you feel the same way. Yeah. Not when I'm sneezing. <laughs> Bless little All your moms know that. <laughs> well, that's the quote of the day. I love it. Thank you for sharing it. Of course. So, um, for our hippy dippy astrology learning, I uh of course I closed it. Hold up one second. I am bringing on the Moon X app that I have to help us out. Um, it, our moon on this day is a waxing crescent moon. Um, our full moon is going to be on January 25th. And on this day, moon, it will be in Aries. So what does that mean? Um, it means that on this day, you can t make changes to your wish map. Essentially, you can kind of make changes in in the direction you're going, pathways, what your dreams are, where you want to go. Which I liked that be, the this phrasing because it makes me think of the go the goals quote that I've shared a lot of recently. Goals are like the stars that you steer by. Makes me think of that. Um but anything you say may come true. So both good and bad. I would I wouldn't say good and bad. I would say both 
positively charged and negatively charged. Um, so be sure to utter only good and positive words. Again, I just be conscious of what you're saying, I, I think, is important. Um, don't say anything that you don't mean. You know, which is a practice that I kind of started doing. I shouldn't say kind of. I do with my, my children. I don't tell them anything or say any consequences that I'm not willing to go through on. Um, so for this day, the, it's favorable for work, communication, business meetings, and signing agreements. And that is... Nice. I half expected yeah. it to say that something about everything be all being all out of kilter because of how I mean, weird it felt this week. I don't know. I kind of. Me, I it guess. does say that you're gonna get a lot of energy. Um, it does say you're gonna have both positive and slightly negative effects. Um, calm relationships will start burning with passion. That passion can by either be positive or negative. Um, if you are about to lose your temper, um, try not to, <laughs> essentially. Well, that's easier said than done. Yeah. So, essentially, it says if you were about to lose your temper at any point, you probably would on this day. So, work it out before it, you bust. Put myself in a preemptive timeout. I, maybe or just maybe extra meditation leading up to this day so that when you go through it, you're like, okay, I worked most of this out. Everything should be fine. Unless you stub your toe, in which case you stub your toe, so it's fine. Just lose temper on your toe being stubbed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> I've just felt off this week. I don't know. It's because it's cold. January is a funny month for me. I think we just feel off and cold and it's the post-holiday bleh. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe it's that right there, that feeling of just like, <sighs> we're tired. And we're overly stressed at work because of the time of year it is and how stressful it is. Yeah, January's work. hard. And it's just been really weird at work and home and... Anyways. Well, that's when insurance starts to, like, re... Most it has insurance. been a very, very weird beginning of the year for insurances, and I'm just over it. That's fair. <laughs> I want to go, go on vacation. <laughs> that's fair. Um, For our inspiring and uplifting news... Yeah, do you got something uplifting for me? I do. But it's something from my past that I'm oh. 100% sure that they still... There's, blah, 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 blah. Let me try that again. I'm 100% sure that they are still doing. Okay. Okay. So, um, when I was in high school, uh, at Milwaukee High School, <laughs> um, we would do a Mustang Pride Week because Mustangs were our mascot, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, we would, essentially, it's, it's like the pool that I used to work out that we would call it shut down. We would, we would fix anything that needed to be fixed. We would clean up any litter. We would, you know, decorate for. I know you said litter, but I heard glitter. I'm like, why was there glitter in the pool? <laughs> litter. Gotcha. <laughs> well, no, like at the high school, we would, you know, we would, we would fix up things. We would okay. decorate gotcha. things for gotcha. this end result. Okay. Um, which I'll I'll say in a second, but we would decorate, we would paint, we would like the whole student body. Um, and then our performing arts, we would pre prepare different songs for this upcoming event, and um, our art department, we would work on these banners and different signs, and um, our choir would also learn songs and every and. My, I don't think it was my freshman year, but my sophomore year, we also started to have orchestra. And so um, orchestra would learn musical pieces too. And then we would perform this thing. And it was just a blast. Um, 
So we would do Mustang Pride Day, and then the very end of the day or end of the week, we did what was called Living History Day. So when we were decorating, we would put up like all this military stuff, and we it's essentially preparing for a memorial service and um, a whole bunch of veterans coming and sitting in classrooms and talking about their experiences for X amount of time. And then we would end with a USO show. Um, and my senior year, it ended with, we invited other schools to participate for the USO show. I mean, we put on all the stuff, but we invited other high school choirs to join our choir stuff. and Some of Sometimes some of those things we had other band participants too, but it was mostly choir was the easiest way to like merge it. Um, Because by then all of us seniors have been playing the same music for the past four years. Right. But um, it was taking it back to when that was the school. um, The silent assembly was, we would play taps. We would sing a beautiful battle hymn of Republic and other things. Um, and they would read off names. And it was people who had fallen in service that had touched Milwaukee High School. Teachers, students, and it just hit your heart, you know? And you could hear a pin drop, which was amazing because, I mean, my graduating class was 360-something people. Think of each class being, you know, huge. We had huge classes. Yeah. Um. So you have, we had like three different times, you know, boom, boom, boom. And we would rotate people kind of thing. And um, just how quiet it was with each name. And they would say the name and they would say, thank you for your service. And we would snip out candles. And it was just so beautiful. And I was on the other side. I never saw it because <laughs> I was always performing it. But just you could feel, you just feel that, you know, going back to music, the music therapy that we talked about. Music is so profound, but silence and the absence of it, too, is so profound. Um, and then, uh, the USO show, we would start and we would start going through like the different branches and we would just play the song over and over until everyone came in. So my freshman year, we had like a couple, they were so cute, like four or five World War One veterans. Oh, they were so adorable. <laughs> They were, like, marching in, and they were all from the Army. So we had, like, the over there, over there, send the word, you know, the old song. and It was just so magical to watch, like. And then we would go through, and World War II, we would ha- go through all the branches. And um, I know towards the end of my career in high school, we even had, like, the Gulf War veterans wow and i guess that tells me how old we are (laughs) and i have a little bit on you on age but um it just made it a little bit more real because world war ii you it's the it's the most recorded war right it's when people were learning maybe i should show show this maybe i shouldn't show this you know and um, it was just gratifying in terms of hearing the veterans be like, you know, everybody talks about what young people are doing that's so negative. Yet you wonderful youth are providing this and nobody is saying anything about it. And I think that's a reminder that Yes, there are bad things that happen, but we still have to report on what's good because people who are good give up hope when they don't hear it. 
And then it also taught me how ugly war can be because of, I would see these, these men and women, but it was mostly men that came to our services. Um, who would just break down and cry and not be able to talk about it or only say a few things. And of course, like the ones that had been there before, they were like, it's so therapeutic and we were so appreciative. And the ones I were, the, I think this is my junior year at high school. Um, the one that reminds me of this is, um, this gentleman it was his first year coming and his friend was always like you should come you should come and I'm like, I promise it's going to be an amazing experience he was um he wasn't just in World War II but he was in the Korean and the Vietnam War too just how young he was in one so he spanned through a couple of them and uh Just you could feel the the pain that he had. And I'm thinking, you at this time, they were like 60, he was probably 60, 70 years old. And just, I don't know. And having the veterans from the Vietnam War be like, thank you, you know, we we never really had anybody say thank you for serving, thank you for your sacrifice, thank you for, because that was a very controversial war. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, it was a very different experience, but it was one that obviously touched me my whole life after. But I, I, I share it because because we need to remember that there's good. And we need to remember there's good in young people and not just think of them as oh, the youth today. Because yes, every generation says that. Every single one. But if you don't invest in the youth of today, who is going to run the tomorrow? Is my thought process. I love that your high school did that. That is so cool. I don't hear of many schools doing that these days nope i mean we were one they of need, the few they need to do more things like that That's, in my time yeah <laughs> um but it's doable and it can start anytime and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate i mean i'm sure it first started because you know this was after many years that it had been going about this right and it would get more elaborate each year um it doesn't have to start with a big old USO show. Um, it can start with cleaning up a space, decorating it, and saying, we love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your sacrifice. Or whatever. Walk down the road, pick up litter. Um, yeah, start small. It doesn't have simple. to be huge. It doesn't have to be... Newsworthy in terms of getting it on air. I think that's part of the problem is people think that they need to start out with newsworthy things, or else it's not worth it. But that's absolutely not true. No, I love that. Well, it's investing in something that because you care and not because you're getting a reward for it. Mm -hmm. And I think we think so much about reward systems that we forget. No, we're doing this because we're we want to be a good person. That's my reward. Yep. You know, we joke, oh, you get a warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart. No, that's real. That's a real payment. Feels good. Exactly. That's why I do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Well, should we dive right in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Splish Splash, we're diving into the main topic. Well, we thought it would be, I don't want to say fun, but it would be 
good to now that we've had a few weeks after the holidays under our belt to kind of talk about maybe did our cleanse <laughs> relationship with food and again as we always disclaimer we are not experts at all we're just two people that want to throw out our experiences personal experiences with maybe help somebody maybe our ramblings and maybe help with ourselves i don't know <laughs> maybe our little wandering musings yep. will help someone cuz you never know what you say is going to reach somebody yeah um so our phd in life yeah I don't know if it's PhD. I feel like I have maybe a bachelor's degree in maybe. life. Depends on the subject topic, yeah, I depends, guess. Yeah. Uh, so. Relationship with food. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What is what is a relationship with food? That is a very loaded question. It is. Gosh, it's so late. And I feel like we could spend hours discussing. Yeah. Because there's so many different aspects on a relationship to food. Sure. Um, We're going to get the tip of the iceberg here today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll delve into this more. Yeah, this could be a multi-part discussion. But so food, to me, food is fuel. If you use Correctly, sure. it's it's fuel for your body, right? Um, but doesn't just nourish your body, but your mind. And how, how many times do we get hangry? Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, I'm. I really need to eat right now. Please shut your mouth and let me yes. go eat. <laughs> but unfortunately, I think, and I, and I'm not sure where it went wrong, but I think that. Somewhere along the way, our view of food has become skewed. Okay. Because I feel like, and it, it maybe it's where we live, maybe it's America and the portions that we have, <laughs> or the I fact mean, I that have we, my theories. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we have, I don't know that we have. I feel like it has a lot to do with our commercialism. I'm not Probably. saying I'm not putting down capitalism. I am grateful for the fact that with capitalism, you are allowed to be the person you want to be and um, you can become better or worse depending on your actions um, and depending on what you are wanting, right? But on the flip side, I do believe that those who have more money have more of a gain or more ability to gain more um, because they can afford to still eat well and like the healthier foods, the things like that. Yeah. Um, and they don't seem to be as into commercialism. As those that are with less funds. Does that make sense? Yes. So, I mean, we already talked about that Halloween and the focus on candy became because the candy makers were like, oh, I can make a profit on this. Right? We already talked about that Christmas and shopping are so intertwined together because of the expert commercialism. Of products. You have to have a present. Well, why can't you make your own present? Or things like that, right? Um, so I think it's the same with food. I Not just food in terms of, like, going out to eat something, but also food in terms of, like, well, you don't have the body that you want, so I'm going to have you have a complex so okay. that you'll buy into my diet plan or my diet program. And then you'll do really well and you'll feel better for X amount of time and it'll stop working because your body adapts to it. Mm -hmm. And so then you're going to jump into another diet program. 
and then spend more money on that because you're trying to be healthy and you're trying to feel better. So instead of getting to the root of the problem, um, you are putting a Band-Aid on it. And, but you're, you're conditioned to do that. Yeah. That's my opinion. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we have, like you said about the commercialism, you know, we have all these commercials about fast food and doesn't Get help. Get a snack for your kid's um, lunch or. <laughs> and then you've got the kids that. They're like, oh, look, that was on TV or on YouTube or, you know, whatever, not whatever it, it I is. I don't want those or, fruit or, snacks. I want these ones that look like. I heard that before. Something, something. Or this famous YouTuber or whoever, whatever. I don't even know what they, what's famous these days. But, you know, that this famous person Here. eats this. So, of course, mom, let's get this because. Right. And we're not that. knocking it. We're not no, knocking not it. at all. But, it, but for me, from my personal experience, it's. Sometimes it's hard to say no to your child. Sometimes. <laughs> and every time. Even if I am like, no, really. No, really. Every time I say no, really, it's somehow, hard. <laughs> still somehow you end up getting it. Grumble, grumble. But it's it, that's on purpose. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's marketing. It's consumerism. It's, and so. And then it becomes habits. Mm-hmm. Of I have to have this for lunch now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is an easy snack. Oh, this is an easy meal. It's easy calories to fill. Mm-hmm. And as a, I know for me personally, as a single working mother, Years ago, we got into a bad habit of coming home from work, picking him up from daycare when he was in daycare. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't want to cook. Oh, it's easy to stop off at such and such fast food place. It's that's the same what he even when you're home. I've oh, noticed. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, you're trying to get your stuff dur- done during the day, right? And yeah. then you pick up the kiddos if you're picking up kiddos. And then if you have anything else after... Oh, we're rushing to go to private lessons. Oh, we're rushing to go to the theater. Oh, we're rushing to whatever. Oh, I don't have time to whip up a meal. Let's just grab something along the way. And then you get into this habit Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. grabbing fast food or whatnot. And although I have a semi-positive negative situation to help you stop going to fast food. (laughs) Um, First, you find out how gross it is. Oh, Absolutely. Right. But like I won't go to McDonald's because of it. But no offense to McDonald's. That only that only works for a short period of time. Sometimes I'm for, stubborn. At least for us. I'm so stubborn. Um just recently I went to I shouldn't have thro- I should have shouldn't have thrown out. <laughs> I don't I only said that because, well, they're huge. They can take it. Um <laughs> But I went to a different fast food place and um, trying to prepare for, you know, opening and stuff like that. And we just didn't have enough time. And so I went to this place and the person was super rude, super rude. And, you know, you're you're talking over a speaker thing. But I was like, oh, one second, let me ask, you know, because they asked a question. So I had to ask the person was ordering. Right. This is why I hate ordering from fast food. Um. And then I, I answered the question and there was like no sound. And so I was like, are you still there? And they were like, just one moment. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, kind of thing. And then they started talking and like super fast. And I wasn't ready for them to start talking because they said one you're moment. Like, uh, uh, what, what, and what? I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand what you're saying. And so then they were yelling at me. Oh, that's rude. And I was like, okay. And then I come around to pay. And it's a snowstorm, okay? We've had the first time, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's snow, and the car only goes a certain way in snow. Like, I'm working with what I have here. Imagine that. And this person was like, well, you parked far enough away from the window. And I'm taking off my seatbelt, like, no problem. Like, I'm going to just open the door. We've all done this, right? Where you open the door and you just give them the card. It's not a big deal. Kind of thing. 
it just hit me in a way that I was like, excuse me? So I was like, can you do me a favor and be kind? And then they argued with me about being kind. What do you mean? I've been kind. I said, first you yell at me. Then you kind of ditch me. And then you're telling me that I parked far away from the window. Like, stuff happens. Just be kind. And he's like, well, is there anything else you want from me? And I was like, just that. Just be kind. And he was like, do you want ketchup? (laughs) And I was like, nope. And then I was like, please don't spit in my food. Please. I can guarantee uh, I, you they spit in your food. I wasn't being mean. I just wanted you to be nice. <laughs> My poor kids were like, oh, she mad. <laughs> Rolled up the window and I said, we're never coming here. <laughs> they were like. And then I was like, please tell me I'm not nuts. Like, please tell me this was a bad situation. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I think I have PTSD from the time that I worked at the at clinic and other customer service yeah. things. And so I was just like. Man, that person would have been chewed out. <laughs> chewed out. Could you imagine? We're, I've been chewed out and I was like super nice to people before. I was like, Ooh, man, you would have died in my line of work beforehand. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that that does help. Make it to where you're like, nope, never going there again. Yeah. Fair S- enough. Specifically that location. We'll yeah. never go again. I don't care. I'll probably be 50 years old. Still be like, nope, we're not going there. Drive me somewhere else. <laughs> Let's be honest, I ain't doing we it. We all have those locations, those places where you're like, nope, nope, never going yeah, there again. Yeah, but I'm out of places to eat around here. Because I'm like, nope, not going there again. Stay tuned for the second part of a relationship with food. I want to go bagat, bagat, bagat. I'm sorry. Anyways, we blessed day and we love you and we're grateful for your love and support. See you next time. Thanks for hanging with AJ and A-Ray. We hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my. Dot C-A-N-V-A dot S-I-T-E. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.